thought when I say I'm not who Jessica's going to be taught. I'm not attracted to the cultures that I have here. And I woke up this morning and I thought, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> so I know a bunch of us woke up this week. We probably woke up on Wednesday morning to shocking news. To shocking news.
all the games. If you missed last week and you're going to have cake and nothing to spoil, uh, please do. Um, and Simpson, on Saturday night, in Park 4, Possess Possess kicks with his hand on goal. He won't get mentioned this time. He is playing for it uh, with some advantage. Um, if you're here this morning and you didn't get David Hughes' cake and drink, uh, congratulations. You've got to drop your own cake and drink to get it. Um, I, I, I just want to think about it. Put it somewhere where we will manage it better today. I use it as a bookmarker in the diary. Um, I am scintillated by this. I'm actually wearing it. And I find this incredibly helpful this week because several times each day for the last week, I have remembered to pray for the entire people. I probably wouldn't have remembered that Intercession is asking on behalf of others. Um, we read that the word intercession is a valuable action. We all know this. Um, others probably don't think that many of us do. Um, the word means to go between. That's what it literally means, to go between, to stand in the gap, being the equal twin of those who stand. To go between, to stand in the gap. Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. This is Paul writing in Romans chapter 8. He says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We don't know what we ought to pray for. You might have found this during this past week. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. So the Holy Spirit intercedes. And then a few verses later, Paul writes that Jesus is interceding for you and for me. So he writes this, verse 34, Jesus is at the right hand of God and he is also interceding for us. He's on our side. Jesus is interceding for you when I'm down. He's interceding for me when I'm down. John Wimber was the founding pastor of the Emerald Pioneer Church and he, he wrote this. Said the good news is that Jesus is praying for us. The bad news is that, that we're going to need it. Turn to your Bible if you've got a Bible with you. We're going to start by looking at the Lord's Prayer. This is our skeleton key uh, series. And we're going to look for it this time in Matthew 13. We're going to start at verse 6. Uh, the words are going to pop up on the screen. I'm going to suggest that we read them together. If they can come up. There we go. Can we read that in our Hibernian Bible? But let's just read this together. So, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. The Lord's Prayer is a kingdom prayer. Jesus says that we're to pray for God's kingdom to come. God's kingdom is where he rules and reigns. It's that place of his perfect rule where there is love, where there is peace, where there is righteousness, where there is justice. And so we're praying for those things, for his kingdom to break into that world where there is not love, where there is not righteousness, where there is not peace, where things are broken. We're praying for heaven to invade earth. 
why do we need to anticipate? Is he not already asking the question? Doesn't God already know? Doesn't God already know what we need to pray? And I would say, yes, he does. But he has wonderfully designed you and me so that our will works in harmony with his will. That's the way that he has designed us. So again, I'm going to ask you a question here, and I think that's going to indicate our faith. Have you ever experienced praying for someone or something or another situation when you know that you know that God has answered that prayer? Have you ever experienced some pain when you know that God has answered that petition? Many, many people have had that experience. If you've had that experience, how does it make you feel? How does it make you pray? You pray. When you pray something, when you know that God has answered your prayer, you pray. Because you feel so valued and so honored that the God of the universe would have listened to you anyway. Blaise Pascal, who's a French mathematician and theologian, he wrote this. He said, God has instituted prayer to bestow upon us his creatures the dignity of his own. In other words, there is a time when we know that we, we pray and that God
as we climb the top of the hill we have started to go, they get to a point in life where they decided a lady, Ariel and her, went to the top of the hill. A bride lady held up his hand, the Israelites were women. But whenever he lowered his hand, he imitates the woman. When Moses finds the child, they took a stone and put it under him and he climbed it. Aaron and her slowly climbed up one along the top, one on the other, so that his hands were being steady towards sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with success.
One of the things I love the most of the stories that we just touched on this morning is people simply had a look around. They saw a need, and they prayed for it. They had a look around, they saw a need, and prayed for it. Abraham prayed for the salvation for those people who would turn to God in seven commands. He prayed for them. Moses looked out over a battlefield and prayed for his soldiers. Very simply, if you look around, what are you seeing? If you look around your world, what are you seeing? What broke you and needs healing in some way? What wounded you and needs the comfort of God? What brings turmoil and needs the peace of God? And I would encourage you, if you're not sure, then pray a really brave prayer. And this is a brave prayer. Can you pray a brave prayer? Lord, would you break my heart for the things that break yours? In other words, the things in this world that move you, Lord, would they move you? Would they touch you? Would they cause grief to rise in my heart because those things move me? It's a brave prayer. It's a big prayer. But I would encourage you to pray that prayer. And actually, what we've done this morning, I've taken it out and so you can put some postcards everyday prayer. Can you grab that and get it out? That's wonderful. Because what I want to just encourage you to do over this next week or so is to step out into this a little bit. And so we put on these postcards just a couple of suggestions that can help us that we see to the world around us. The first suggestion is simply take a week, have a look, and pray. We might be walking to the train in the morning, to the bus stop, down to the church, to the school day, wherever you're but do it with your eyes open. So I just, and I'm assuming you mean just with your eyes open, but you can. With your eyes open to the needs that might be in the world around you, and just pray for those needs. A second suggestion, which takes a little bit more courage, is talk to some of the people in the community around you and ask what you could pray for them. So you might want to go into a church and say, Lord, we need those people. We need those people. Talk to the person next to you and say, you know, this might be a little bit weird, but I'm
what Jesus brings us back to, this idea that there's nothing new in us, is to just go back farther and farther with someone who keeps your wishes in mind. It's the thought of your alignment with the way that you're going, with the way that you want to live. Turn from that. It reorients us to the way you're designed to live. Jesus in John said, come to me, I'm full of God. He is kind and soft. John's trying to say, the only other way that they need to submit my will is your will.
Pelita y que pasó por su cáncer terminal. La Pelita y que pasó por su cirugía más bonita que hizo en la región de Pelita, en el Perú. La Pelita y que pasó por su cirugía más bonita que hizo en la ciudad de Pelita. Y con todo su cuerpo, donde estoy, dicen este es el país
Thank you. 